Welcome back to MessCast. It's uh, 4.39 in the morning on the 22nd of May. And I'm sitting here in the gazebo with my three beautiful companion animals. Two kitties and a dog. (laughs) And I love to go to these videos online of animals interspecies interacting and I think about back in the day when once upon a time a kid who didn't go to our church but was associated with kids in our church would come to our church for Bible study and he was raised differently very white very blonde very light colored but raised with parents that were into transcendental meditation and the question that he brought up was one that circulates over and over and over again is like do dogs go to heaven and my pastor was a person who didn't agree with dogs going to heaven and it became a debate and this friend of mine who just visited the church but was not a part of it always asked the toughest questions and and posed it backward like why when most of us were just like yes men I guess to a certain degree even if we were intelligent enough or inquisitive enough to ask the questions we were already indoctrinated so hard in the church that asking a pastor a question like do dogs go to heaven was too taboo and they told us that they didn't have souls they told us that they couldn't go to heaven which seems to be only half the story because I think all animals come from somewhere and if they're from creation And another thing they tell us to disregard is reincarnation. That potentially these animals who come to us have souls. What I was gained to understand with wild, quote-unquote wild animals, they don't become really soul intact until someone loves them. So if you love an animal, they get an embodiment. They get a, a elevated sense of awareness. Essentially, their soul. They are now connected to consciousness because they're hyperlinked to you as a soul. They become like a limb on your body. Especially if you love them. So I watch all these videos of animals of different species getting along and taking care of each other. And I think back on my church experiences and I'm just like, how could we have ever believed that animals don't have souls? It seems very obvious when you're in connection with them. And mind you, I've had connections with animals throughout my life that I've never owned, were never mine, but 
they saw me probably because somebody else had already given them that awareness in some way. They are taken care of. But that doesn't mean that they just want to hang out with their own kind. They're curious about their world. And they have perceptions innately beyond our own, which means that they can see more than we see. So, say when I'm walking down the road years ago, and the adolescent horses in the nearby field saw me and wanted to show off and play, and flirt. It wasn't because they were soulless and just reactionary in some way. Like, I feel like they saw me and I saw them. And that's the primary um, knowing of consciousness. is Consciousness is always reflecting back on itself and seeing itself. So you can't say something doesn't have a soul just willy-nilly. Most things will have a soul, but I think a soul has an initiation of love even if it's a fraction. So say a feral animal, quote-unquote feral, could bond themselves to a domesticated human and become domesticated themselves. Like, there is still a seed of consciousness, awareness, love, and soul in them that basically creates a navigation system that says, here's a person who isn't going to hurt you. Here's a person who wants to make sure you're taken care of and well. And that's how I can sit in a gazebo with two beautiful cats and a dog. And they all have their space. They all take time with me when they want. They tell me what they need. They listen to what I tell them overall. And this is what is symbiosis in the world symbiotic relationships are a give and take they allow me to feel a sense of calm and comfort and love in a way that people don't and I don't really ask anything from them unless new boundaries are being set then I say that to them and I Um, rally for their agreement and then I have to trust just like in the world I'm not upset with my decisions I think I have three beautiful girls who like fill my heart in so many ways I feel very blessed with it and I'm very happy the world is starting to really acknowledge because of social media the animals do have souls and that a large part of where their soul agreement comes into play is how we interact with them 
and how they interact with other beings by choice. Because listen, you can have a cat and bring in a baby duck and a big mama cat could eat that duck so quick. But the maternal instinct really in a lot of species is what creates the intertangle or the entwinement or the weave of where we acknowledge that what we were told about the world and how it works isn't right. It isn't organic. And it isn't how we feel on the inside. And daily, people are proving this over and over and over again by going against the grain. And showing that there is a lot of beauty to be had. My robe hangs like a ghost on the back of the door as the fan blows it to and fro. And I'm hanging out at this dawning hour when I would normally not be awake, watching the flowers, the new blooms quake on the tree next door. And they look familiar, like the house I used to live at, but it's a different tree with the same flowers. And I'm contemplating this solitary hour where people aren't yet walking through the park and I'm awake and my animals are curled up in their gentle state, avoiding the fact that I'm more active than they desire. And I question again and again how it is I'm supposed to ask for what I want because I feel at the whim of the wind And that doesn't feel bad. It just feels unconventional. And it feels distractive to others. My passion isn't to be in the normal flow of things. And so each day begins differently. At a different time. In a different space. With a different view. And a different attitude. And I I try and bring myself together into myself to try and be the best self that I can be. I'm constantly facing the fact that I'm hiding from myself if I pretend that I'm the best that I am every day. I've seen a lot. I've done a lot. And I'm tired. I'd like a rest. And I'd like respite. The other day, things bombarded upon me in such a way where I couldn't even think. I had to shut my entire body off and just go back to bed because the desire of people to finally want to talk to me after such long periods of time of not talking at all, all happening on the same day within a few hours was too much for me to take. And I didn't want to describe or explain my life. And I knew that some of these calls were going to be depressive. And the other ones were a wild card. And I just didn't have the energy for it. And I didn't want to feel bad. I didn't want to feel bad. So sleep was the best thing that I could have to separate myself from the desire of others. And then... 
The next day I wake and I create a mass email or rather a text message and I send the same thing to everyone apologizing for the fact that I couldn't be there for them because I was too overwhelmed. And mostly the answer back was, that's okay, I understand. And I appreciate that. 